Felix, Akeo, Ryuga, Gotok. Welcome back. Hey. Welcome back to our Yakuza video game podcast. Hmm. Each week we go through more chapters of the Yakuza video game series.、Hmm. We're currently going through Yakuza 3. Hey.、Um, and we are currently on chapter 5. Five.、Mm. Uh, working our way through.、Hmm. The story is starting to open up somewhat.、Mm. It's chapter 5 out of how many chapters? 12. 12. So plus, how- plus prologue,、uh, epilogue, sorry. Like,、yeah, we're already、12. halfway through. Yes. Yeah.、Mm. Some of these chapters have been quite、uh, short、mm. chapters,、um, and some are a bit longer, but a lot shorter than what we're used to from some of the other games、mm. uh, where lots of different things happen.、Mm. And a lot more, I guess it's a bit more simple in what happens in the chapters, too. It's like,、mm. go here. Something happens, go here, something happens. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah.、Hmm. Uh, in terms of gameplay, not so much in terms of story itself.、Mm. So let's get into chapter five. Hi.、Hey. The curtain rises. And、uh, spoilers, this is a double chapter episode. <laughs> chapter five is,、uh, was short. It was extremely short, so we kept on playing. Yeah, but chapter, chapter six. six was kind of long ish. Long ish.、Yeah. There was some other stuff we did in there too.、Yeah. All right, we start at、uh, Stardust,、mm. which seems way bigger than Stardust was before. Did you notice like, the inside of it was gigantic? Was it? Yeah, it was really, it seemed really huge compared. Compared to before, and it had、mm. that massive disco ball,、mm. which is <laughs> enormous、mm. um, mirror ball.、Mm. How to set? I have no idea. They, they didn't need a crane or something. So,、um, is it like can work? Well, yeah, because it needs to spin. Maybe it's only half there, like half of one. It's not like a full ball. It's just like a、oh. half a sphere、mm. on some kind of machinery attached、mm. to the ceiling.、Mm. Um, But need a big mortar to、yeah. spin around. Yeah.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kiryu needs to get to Millennium Tower.、Mm. Um, Because phone, got phone call from Kashiwagi.、Mm. Yeah. So we need to meet him to find out what's going on.、Mm. Um, Unfortunately, all of the cops are still around after all of the、uh, stuff that happened previously. So there's cops everywhere.、Mm. Um, so we're just hanging out, waiting until all the cops leave.、Mm. Um, and getting some more information from Kazuki, filling us in about what happened in Kamurocho since Kiryu's been away.、Mm. Two years ago? Changed. Yeah.、Mm. Kazuki with his gigantic suit. 
Like his suit was really huge and it made his head look tiny. His shoulder is much wider than yeah. our previous series. It's interesting also in this scene, it really showed how like everybody is just walking around with like huge like, fists. Fist. Like really tightly gra- like grabbed Yeah, and fist. they're quite, quite big, aren't they? Yeah, huge hands mm. too. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a bit odd. Mm. Uh, so Kazuki says how Kamurocho has changed mm. and that the Tojo clan has changed mm. and that the, especially the Nishikiyama family is basically out of control and taking over Kamurocho. Yeah. Um which is a bit of a... I mean, the Nishikama family has now with Kanda, Kanda in charge. Mm. Um, yeah, they they are... I feel bad for Nishiki. Mm. <laughs> that his name is attached to mm. increasingly crappier and crappier heads of the family. Mm. Like, it's just like every time from Nishiki, like Nishiki is, you know, okay... You know, apart from being evil that time, but you know, still honorable in some in the end. Mm. But then, like, just downgraded and downgraded yeah. again. Um, really sad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we head out to head to the Millennium Tower, mm. um, and we have to avoid cops on the way. <laughs> um, just like a dodging around them part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just avoiding them, like you go try and go down a road, and then the road is blocked, and then yeah. you have to go around and mm. like go this really long way through. Yeah, the whole thing. Mm. Um, we eventually get funneled into one of the back alley areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where we are ambushed by the mysterious men in black suits. Uh, was it one one day foreigner? Yes, mm. mysterious foreigners <laughs> in in black suit. Yes. Mm. Um, but they don't. They didn't speak though. Most of them. I think the main guy did, didn't he? The main guy, or maybe he didn't. They didn't. They looked like a foreigners, but they didn't speak at all. Oh, yeah, they didn't speak at all. They just mm. attacked Kiryu, like Kiryu did all the talking. Mm. But they got, like, the way they're acting and the way they look, like, is very much like uh, the agents from The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Smith. Yeah. Oh, no, is it Agent Smith? Yeah, and all the other ones. Like, yeah. It's real, like, all the mannerisms as well, mm. which is, like, weird Matrix, like, parallels in Yakuza 3 with mm. the, like, just before we had the, uh, well, later on in this chapter, we have a helicopter with a minigun on it. <laughs> and here with the, the suit guys, I don't, I don't know if it's some, like, some of the Yakuza we just need a watched, Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of the Yakuza team just watched something or watched The Matrix recently or something. Uh. Um, 
So we have to defeat the mysterious foreigners in mm. suits. Mm. Uh who they don't talk beforehand but during the fight as you like knock them over or throw them into stuff but like they're getting up going ah shit really yeah ah uh so they do speak english right here Mm. um we defeat them but then they immediately pull guns on kidu but then run off so Mm. (laughs) uh get drawn away Mm. uh we chase down Another Kiryu spots after they leave. Kiryu spots another man in black who is obviously Mac, who <laughs> Kiryu met like just before, but has completely forgotten him. Mm. He's like, oh, it's another one of those men in black. I'll chase him down to find out what he knows. Mm. It's like it was never in question that it was Mac. Mm. It was clearly him. Obviously, Kiryu still chase him down. We get another one of these chase sequences. Mm. Um, and meet back up with Mac and kind of get a bit more like reinforcement of that whole system there of like oh yeah you could find interesting things happening and take don't photos forget off it them. yeah don't forget <laughs> we do get some more Mac time which is good because Mac has some of that same like energy that Bacchus had back in Yakuza Zero hmm. it is oh yes. <laughs> I'll have to practice that one a bit. Um, <laughs> we head finally up to Millennium Tower with Kashiwagi. Mm. And find out a bit about the meeting. Because we saw in the previous one the three like main mm. leaders in the Treasurer clan yeah. at this point yeah. being called into a meeting. Mm. Uh, the meeting is one that Kashiwagi actually set up. Mm. Um, and Kashiwagi, his whole thing was bringing Kiryu back to help stabilize the Tojo clan. Yeah. There. And Akanda wasn't happy at all? No. Mm. Mina agrees with the idea. Yeah. Hamazaki is crazy and just wants revenge. And yeah. And is just nuts in general. Yeah. He's like, I'll kill Kiryu and then that'll fix it. Ah ha ha. He's just... Kanda is like the the obvious throwaway member of these three. Like the one that is so clearly like the one that you defeat first and then forget ever, ever exists because mm. he's not that important. Yeah, he's horrible and he's ugly. <laughs> so uh, yeah. ugly. So yeah. um, has to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they really lay it on mm. like... Oh, he gets women to he kidnaps women to do weird stuff, and he doesn't wear shirts ever, and he's fat and ugly and gross, and was arrested for sexual assault. Yeah, and went yeah. to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just Horrible. so much the like. Mm. Here's a garbage guy you don't have to feel any sympathy for mm. or uh, anything about. Mm. Yeah. So that when he is in a cutscene later in the game and gets like shot from off screen, you won't feel bad. Mm. <laughs> like here's a guy who will get killed yeah, by yeah, another yeah. yakuza <laughs> to show how like serious they are. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we have this long argument. Yeah. Between these three in mm. the meeting with Kashiwagi and Kashiwagi's trying to keep stuff under control, and yeah. then it's just like 
And what do you think, Majima? And like he was just there the whole time, but completely silent. Yeah. And I doubly like how much, like, Majima is almost embarrassed to be in the same scene with mm. these characters. Mm. Where he's, he's like, uh, um, by the way, he was wearing proper suit. Yes, mm. yes. In Yakuza Three, we get Majima in his like stylish like black and red outfit. yeah really it's, cool yeah, yeah it's great mm. um yeah he's a family patriarch outfit mm. um mm. but yeah he's like he's almost disgusted to be in the same scenes with these characters mm. it's like majima is well, like he's got the knowledge outside like more understanding of the situation than any of these guys have. These guys are having their little, like, bickering about the thing that's happening in Yakuza 3. Mm. And Majima has been there for, you know, four games at this point. Mm. And it's just like, whatever. Mm. Do, do, sure, do what you want. Get beaten up by Kiryu more. Whatever. Mm. I don't, I, I have stuff to do. So is he like that from the beginning, you reckon? Or the uh, he put through a lot of stuff, and then lots of stuff made him like that. Well, like no, oh, I don't care, or you know whatever. No, I, I you, think this I'm is not just, interested, or you no, guys just. I, I think this is just uh, in general. Majima being because Majima always knows more than he lets on. Hmm. He's much more. Like he acts the crazy extreme guy, mm. but he's way smarter than that. So it is is his character. Yeah. So from the beginning, you reckon? Yeah. So I think we're just seeing him like defaulting back to like him in this scene is very much like Yakuza Zero tired of having to deal with other people's problems, Majiman. Mm. Mm. Where he's not he's not doing the crazy guy thing because he has to be like responsible like leader in the Tojo clan mm. but he also recognizes that these guys are like why am I dealing with you and why are you having this argument about like oh yeah sure Kanda you're gonna go and kill Kiryu I mm. really believe that mm. he's like do what you want mm. I don't care don't mm. touch my stuff mm. Sure, go after Kiryu. That mm. will end well for you, I'm sure. Mm. It's ended great for everybody previously. Mm. Dozo, do mm. what you want. Mm. <laughs> like he just doesn't care. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I, I like that part, and I like that he was that they went for so long without just like panning the camera just to show him sitting there. Yeah, but just imagine. So he's the uh, primary school yeah. when he was primary school. So, do you think he's like that type of person? No, personality he, from from this from is the the beginning. He's no, this or, is the mm. the this is the Majima we saw in Zero. Mm, so before Zero. Uh, well, I guess we'll see some previous beforehand Majima later on. Mm. Not in this game, but in some more games to come. So it is he. he is he emotional per- still e- emotional person or he's no like a- I, this is this is the majima's attitude after 
what Shimano did to him. So the, he, he changed his personality before zero. Well, I think that's just the impact on his personality, mm. not so much the intentional change that he made after mm. zero. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, we get back to the present mm. and, and find out that Daigo is okay and Kashiwagi mm. has him in a secret hospital. Mm, where Nemoto Clinic, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the, no. the little clinic. No. <laughs> Maybe it's the the same secret hospital that uh, um, where the little clinic. Not not Nemoto Clinic. <laughs> it's the other like secret mm. yakuza hospital, like the uh, Nikkyo Consortium Hospital. That ah uh, oh, yeah, the woman. Yeah. The- Maybe it's. That one, or like another secret hospital. Yeah, I just maybe there, maybe maybe Kamarocho has like tons of secret hospitals as well, <laughs> where it's just like under every building in Kamarocho is either a secret hospital or mm. a secret casino. Just yeah. every single building mm. <laughs> somewhere mm. has secret hospital, mm. or like basement one, basement mm. two, mm. basement secret hospital, basement. Mm. Secret casino uh, and a secret Colosseum. Yeah, and the yeah. Colosseum. Mm. <laughs> you only get one Colosseum. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um. Then suddenly there is a blackout, mm. and the helicopter with the minigun mm. turns up mm. and starts opening fire on the entire office, and Kashiwagi is shot. Yeah. The- Matrix crazy yeah. machine gun type of thing. Yeah. And mm. Kashiwagi in, is in Kiryu's arms and tells him that someone in the Tojo clan is working. For somebody? With, yeah. With the, how do we put it? The fake Kazuma? The, the fake Kazuma, Kazuma. the Kazuma assassin guy. Yeah. We don't have a thing. Decoy Kazama. Yeah. Uh, so there is a traitor in the Tojo clan mm. who is trying to push through the resort deal mm. and is involved in the shootings of Daigo, the shooting of Nakahara, and mm. the stealing of the, uh, the, the plans property. Yeah. as mm. well. Mm. Uh, the, not the plans, the deed. Deed. Mm. Yeah. And then Kashiwagi dies. And that mm. is the end of the chapter. And it was like, that chapter was like an hour long. <laughs> mm. So, Kashiwagi dead. Yes. Uh, our favorite guy dead. Yes. He's an honorable. Yeah. Mm. He's not going to come driving a truck mm. <laughs> at the end of this game. Mm. That is sad. Mm. Um, always there with a truck full of men when you need it. Mm. And boxes of grenades. He's a really soft guy. Yeah, he's trying to do the right thing and mm. trying to like have peace in the Tojo clan, which like and people are like, oh, he's so like and later on in the next chapter, they're saying like lots of people talking about other people talking about Kashiwagi or talking mm. about Kashiwagi and saying like, oh, you're so soft. He wanted peace within the Tojo clan. It's like, yeah, guys, you shouldn't be fighting each other. Mm. Maybe fight the Omi or the the Snake Flower Triad or the Jingwong Mafia or something, but mm. like, 
Tojo clan people are so stupid. They just only fight themselves. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that chapter was like mm. an hour long. So we just went straight into yeah, chapter just six. Yeah, going, yeah. Because just uh, he, the Kashiwagi dead. Yeah, because literally that chapter is we start at Stardust. Mm. We go to the Millennium Tower. Mm. We have one conversation with Kashiwagi and the helicopter attacks. Mm. That's that's the whole chapter. But, but yeah, but A they, to B to yeah. nothing. And then before the headquarter meeting, so in between mm. there's a like a um, previous on the yeah <laughs> not yeah. here yeah. the previous the headquarters you know, like a three days ago yeah and then had a headquarter meeting yeah and um, explain they introduced the uh for how many for patriarch yeah which yeah. we had kind of it's a more introduction but like more introduction again, yes hmm. that was the chapter is literally going from one place to another and then yeah Having That's a all? conversation. Yeah. Mm. So chapter six. Yeah. Game plan. Mm. This starts immediately after the end there where there's complete chaos outside mm. the Millennium Tower. Mm. Of Kiryu, course. Mm. Uh, tries to like slip out through the crowd, mm. um, not paying attention to the fact that he has gigantic bloodstains on his entire mm. white mm. jacket. Mm. Maybe take that off, Kiryu, or like a, put it over your arm, mm. or turn it inside out, or do anything. Mm. Um, but he doesn't notice that at all. Mm. Kiryu famous for not noticing when he's got blood all over his face mm. Uh, mm. or <laughs> over him. Just ignores that every time. Yeah. Um, until somebody is like, oh. Spotted. He's like, what? Mm. Mm. Wipes his face. <laughs> um, so he's spotted by the police, and we get a chase scene yeah. where Kiryu is chased by police, and we have to dodge through them. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Kiryu has to run away. Yes. Yeah. So we get a another one of these chase scenes. So there's there's two types of chase action scenes. It's one of the types but, of gameplay in here. Yeah, Kiryu. Chasing, chasing somebody, somebody or being or, chased mm. where you're running away from people mm. and you have to like jump over stuff and dodge through stuff. Yeah. Um, and this one is not like it's not actually difficult, but it took a couple of tries to understand <laughs> what's going on oh. because you have the stamina, you have a yeah. stamina bar. Mm which is like your health in the chase scene. Mm. And obviously if cops catch you, you have to like mash X and like let go of me. Mm. Um, and it drains down your stamina. Yeah. But also not until like the second time through it, I realized your stamina drains constantly if you're running fast. Yeah. Mm. So if you're holding in the trigger and you're running at full speed, your stamina is draining the whole time. I think it's draining the whole time anyway, but that drains faster. Mm. Once your stamina reaches zero or mm. you get caught, mm. it's a game over, mm. which is kind of shocking because it's so rare to actually have game over. I think mm. it kind of put into contrast how 
few and far between game overs actually are in mm. when we've been playing Yakuza. Mm. It almost never happens, partly because we just fill every square inch of inventory with staminans mm. and and health drinks. Mm. Yeah. So we almost never game over. It's like when you get shot by Amon's laser cannon or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm dead. Not in the fighting scene. No. But like some weird. Yeah, it's always like in a weird mm. thing. Like, oh, you didn't press the button and the truck exploded, or yeah, or you, um, uh, you could you fail to rescue somebody, or yeah, or, yeah, that's uh, when you mostly see see yeah. a, a game over. It's mm. very rare to actually be like, oh, kid, you got shot to death by mm. a guy, mm. because it's just more annoying, and you just yeah, again use more of the staminans. Yeah. We might see more of those game overs in Yakuza 3 and maybe 4 and 5 will have to see what the inventory system is like mm. because we have such a limited inventory, mm. especially here. Like, I think we compared it previously to, like, early Monster Hunters. Where <laughs> it is that of, like, oh, hold on. I have to... F- it, these squares of my inventory are all of my health items and equipment mm. and like crafting items mm. maps yeah it's it's almost mm. yeah it's, mm. it's to that point of the early monsanto we're like oh i have to carry a map mm. and the pickaxe to mine mm. and they break so mm. i have to carry like five oh no mm. And that takes up where I get the items when I carve the monster. Mm, really um, weird, too realistic, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. we got that limited inventory here. So maybe we will actually uh, mm. get a game over. So in some you of have the to fighting. Yeah, time to time you had to stop to yeah. regain the uh, stamina. Yes, well, mm. it's run at normal speed because mm. uh, the stamina keeps draining yeah. all the time. Yeah. So there was. We've got a couple of game overs there. Mm. I had to like re try yeah. the section again. Yeah. Plus, it was just like it's one of those when those chase scenes where you're being chased and you have to go along some path and figuring out where the which way the path actually wants you to go. Mm. This wasn't too bad, but often in some in sequences in that in games where you get. You're like, well, I was supposed to turn left, and you turn right, and you go down a dead end, and mm. that's over. Mm. It's not so bad here. It was mostly clear where to go. You got map. Yeah, you got mm. the map. Mm. There is indication. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like seeing where the cops are and mm. make sure you jump over the thing. Mm. But if you hit and dodging people on the street. Mm. So, like, figuring out, oh, I should go around this part mm. and, and dodge that person. Mm. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, I am interested to see if we'll get many game overs in Yakuza 3 in combat. Mm. Because of some of the ways the combat is different. Mm. Like, when we get to in a bit talking about how the way enemies use items. Hmm. way more hmm. so we get through the chase scene hmm. and then we run into a friendly face <laughs> Date <laughs> is there hmm. and then we have a 
follow-up stealth mission to get to bar. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go get some drinks and yeah. let's stealth our way to the bar by mm. walking slowly past police. Yeah. And just pretending everything's fine. Yeah. Slowly Kitty, brand it in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how? <laughs> just, just come out of my blood, act, still. Act natural, just walk yeah. Well, come out of my blood, still, and the cops everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we make it to the bar, which is the new, Serena. yeah, new Serena, new Serena, yeah, which is reopened finally. Yeah. So, kid, you can't keep like breaking in and hiding out there. Yeah. Uh, mm. Now he has to hide out there by asking somebody. <laughs> somebody mm. actually owns it. Mm. A new young owner. Yeah. Do you know her name? I don't think we got her name. I think everybody just called her Mama. Yeah, Mama. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, the bar owner. Mm. Is, is it common how to call someone uh, run pub? Yeah. Runs pub here. Like a barman? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's somebody working in there. Publican sometimes? Yeah, yeah, but when you call conversation in the conversation, Davo, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Master? No, there's, I don't think that's quite that that kind of having a title. Like you could call somebody their uh, occupation as a publican, but I don't think you would call them or bar owner. Hey, that's but all. But not like hmm. calling out or talking to them hmm. in a conversation. Oh, I- I might. Is yeah, that, is that yeah, that's what? pretty much yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Um, oh. Date has uh, changed careers. Yeah. And is now a newspaper journalist. Yeah. Uh, completely out of the cop business now. Yeah. Um, but quite similar, though. Yeah. Mm. He's... Doing lots of detective work, but just as a journalist now. Yeah, but walking around and then collecting information, that is pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm. Except now he won't be carrying a gun and getting into... Well, he got into trouble last time he was holding a gun, so it's probably for the best. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's looking into the Tojo clan connections to the Okinawa resort deal and trying to find out what is going on there. Mm. Um. And he's collected a whole bunch of information that he provides to us about the uh, different uh, mm. leaders and who might be, because they're trying to figure out who could be the Tojo clan traitor and who could be like working with the mm. people that shot Daigo mm. um, and running through all of the different leaders who are mm. powerful enough to be able to be involved in that, mm. which is really only the four that were in the meeting. Mm. They're the only ones that are relevant. Mm. It is another one of those times where, um, you know, it's like, it's interesting they didn't have anybody else at that meeting. It's got this weird feeling of the Tojo clan being really tiny now. Yeah. Um, because it's only like five people yeah. doing anything. Mm. Um, especially with Daigo. Daigo's not there because mm. he's in a hospital. Nemoto clinic. <laughs> yeah, Moto clinic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like in previous games where they had like big meetings at the yeah. Tojo clan, there's yeah. like a bunch like of a, other mm, guys yeah. there, right? Mm, mm, mm. But it feels like 
there's only a couple of guys there and they didn't have anybody else there. Mm-hmm. It's like the Trojo clan has suddenly become tiny. Do you think if, if any, like, uh, the Yakuza uh, uh, clan mm. shrink a bit because of law changed? Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's actually true currently. Because mm. that was the big thing that it was uh, that news. I think we might have talked about it previously mm. on the podcast, but like there was that news about how all the yucks are getting really old mm. because they don't have any new mm. recruits coming in mm. these days. Mm. So because of all the laws that have like shrunk them down and, yeah. and put them under control. Mm. So yeah, I mean, because I I believe that there's a like. A, um. Uh. Name. Name tag. Is that called mm. name tag? Yeah. Like a house number. Yeah. Yeah. The big name tag. Yakuza family name tag yeah. on the um gate. Yeah. But you can't do it anymore. No. Because of law. Yeah. Oh. It. No. Kana. It's good or bad. <laughs> you just like the the. The feel of it, the weird, yeah, weird cultural aspect of it. Yeah, because in Japan you can't go. It's so clear you can't go this place anytime. Yeah, or you can't go this place after five o'clock. Yeah, it was so clear. Mm. But uh, these days it's slightly blur. The border is uh, quite blur. Yeah, mm. it's not clear. This area is. Dangerous, or this area is not, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, because of there's no sign or anything. Mm. Mm. So, um, good or bad, <laughs> how to protect ourselves. Mm. Mm. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I just find it weirdly, the Tojo clan doesn't feel like a big thing. Yeah. It feels like these three guys. Mm. I don't know. Like maybe later we'll get some good scenes with like tons and tons of members all like standing and bowing, like <laughs> like remember? a domino. Yeah, you <laughs> remember, yeah. Like when we went to the Tojo headquarters and there was tons of guys like bowing mm. there. It feels like oh, the Tojo clan's like a big thing mm. when there's tons of cars and stuff. Mm. Nothing in Yakuza Three gives that impression. Mm. Like we need some like scale to it, mm. and then they they all not loyal to Tojo Clan. Yeah, and and like I understand having only three members to focus on because mm. they're the main ones that are important in the storyline. Mm. But like having other guys in the background that just give the impression of mm. like the the power or something mm. just just for like it's just window dressing they're just like mm. like set dressing mm. of having guys there mm. would like if imagine that scene with yeah where majima leaves mm. and if like he was leaving and there was tons of guys bowing or something yeah like and mm. they're like oh right, yeah the Tojo clan like mm. To give the impression, oh, this is a behind closed doors meeting with only these powerful guys, mm. but there's a whole bunch more guys outside. Mm. But I don't know. I haven't got that feeling. Mm. It feels like the Tojo clan is down to like five guys in an office building mm. somewhere. Mm. Um, so we get to learn about these guys a bit. Mm. Um, 
Tsuyoshi Kanda. Yeah. From the Nishikiyama family. Again. The third pa- patriarch oh. of Nishikiyama family. What a sad, sad indictment of the Nishikiyama family that yeah. this guy's the guy in charge. Yeah, because I'm kind of Nishiki, Nishiki's fan of Nishiki. Yeah, because he has a good story. Good and story like, and a sad, and yeah. I, I feel really compassion. And, um, yeah, really it's sad. Really depressing to have his name stuck on this shitty family. Yeah. And them being, like, even worse than Shino. Mm. <laughs> this guy. Kiryu's never met him mm. because he was in jail for sexual harassment <laughs> while Kiryu was around <laughs> after Kiryu got out of jail. Oh. oh. He's a Nishiki. complete opportunist who took power, took territory and power. Nishiki didn't do wrong thing, though. You know, circumstances... He circum- shot. Yeah, but circumstances pushed him yeah, to... Yeah, he didn't do the wrong thing at first. Go, yeah. But then after he, like, slicked back his hair... Slicked back hair, Nishiki did. But it's a, the Kazama no Oya-san and then Kiryu pushed him to yeah. go that way. There were circumstances. I don't mm. think Kanda has any excuse for being a piece of shit. Mm. <laughs> He's just garbage man. Yeah. Um... One-dimensional garbage man, mm. Kanda is. He's so clearly like the trash that you don't have to feel bad about. He would mm. be a guy that um, would be killed in Hokdonoken in one episode. Mm. He um, looks like a heart. He does. Mm. He has very much that mm. thing. Yeah. Uh, so there's a high chance that he is... Involved mm. in shooting Kashiwagi, mm. Mm. one of the, because uh, one of the traders. Yeah. Uh, Yoshitaka Mine. Yeah. From the Hakuho clan. Mm. The rich young businessman. Yeah. So, so he he used to be a um, businessman, isn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah. So he started out as. Like corrupt businessmen getting money through insider trading and real estate and yeah. white white collar crime mm. was his so, big thing, and he was mm. funding Kanda and the Nishikiyama family, mm. and then was brought into the uh, Tojo clan. Yeah, uh, but he is loyal to Daigo. Yeah, so unlikely that he is involved in. But his face is a. Uh, be, uh, it's not his not to trustworthy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? It's he is the guy who, like, he's the smart, like, keeps his like emotionally controlled, like business, like money, power focused guy. Mm. And yeah, everything in the story up to this point mm. is telling us that he's loyal to Daigo and loyal mm. to the Tojo clan and mm. everything like that. Mm. Like he's loyal to, you know, agreed with Kashiwagi about mm. stuff, all that kind of stuff. Mm. That said, he's like obviously the main bad guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's obviously the guy who's going to be the main bad guy who's like the mastermind of everything at the end. Mm. He has the, you know, Shibasawa vibes. Yeah. Basically, he's he like, is, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh. like Shibasawa is, they're very similar characters. Yeah. Oh. You know, just like, you know, um, Takashima or. Yeah, Takashima yeah, yeah. in the <laughs> previous one is oh. like, oh, the quiet, smart, like a, you know, maybe concerned more with like a mm. money guy, mm, not the extreme yeah. violent guy yeah. or the um, concerned with like a, you know, pleasure guy. Yeah. Oh, this is the same pattern again. Yeah. And the then, same pattern in Zero, the yeah. same pattern in Yakuza 2, mm. and the same pattern here. Yeah. Mm. Gee, I wonder if this guy might be the secret mastermind of everything at the end of the game that we're <laughs> going to fight on top of the tower. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Must be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so clear. Up, uh, right now. He's uh, not a suspect. He's loyal. Yeah, to he's uh, yes, loyal to Daigo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, move on. So next one is a uh, Go. Go, Go Hamazaki. Yes. Yeah. Of the Hamazaki family. Family. The yeah. Emperor of Hama. Yeah, Yokohama. Yokohama. Mm. Yes. Who took over Yokohama after the Snake Flower Triad was pushed out? Mm. Um, the events of previous games. Hmm. Uh, but he's friendly with the triad too. Yeah. And he only has 10 guys in his family. Yeah. So I'm quite sure he's using the uh, um, Chinese mafia. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's like, he couldn't take over Yokohama and push out all of the Chinese triads mm. with just 10 guys. Mm. He went in and worked with them. Mm. Like, he has more than 10 guys, but the other guys he has are Chinese, right? Mm. Um, and has connections to the resort deal. Mm. Do you think it's an, in the real world, yeah. the Yamaguchi family yeah. is a, a bit huge, the Yakuza group, yeah. in Kobe? Yeah. So Kobe is same, like a similar to Yokohama. Mm. Do you think Yamaguchi family deal with the Chinese mafia? Yeah, probably. I I would imagine that any large criminal organization would deal with like mainland China people. Cause it, you, even you, in the real world. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of their stuff, apart from like you know money mm. borrowing or that kind of thing, mm. then a lot of the criminal thing is like some kind of import or. Mm. Something like that. So that mm. would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. You have some connection or some work with. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's interesting, the Hamazaki stuff. I wonder how, like, how this, this stuff here with Hamazaki in, mm. and Yokohama, how that lines up with like the backstory of Yokohama stuff from Yakuza 7. I wonder how that, if Do that you all connect? lines up. Well, I mean, somehow, maybe. I like don't, a, I don't like know a, if it's... Avengers or like. <laughs> yeah, you but know? I wonder if it's, it's more like the parts where 
like don't worry about that part anymore we've made some other story <laughs> like mm. technically it doesn't inter like it doesn't there's no reference to that but mm. it doesn't necessarily connect yeah or doesn't necessarily not connect mm. um but doesn't explicitly connect either yeah maybe that's like a like a spider spider-man in the marvel yeah or like a daredevil in marvel <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um yes yeah so we kind of figure out what's going on with uh um, yeah. Date and figure out who is the most likely person, and Kanda is the first one that we have to deal with. Yeah, so Date is、uh, going after the guy who killed the who killed Ka- um Kashiwagi. Kashiwagi or look like a Kazama. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna try and find some find information. The, the there resemble Kazama. The guy who resemble to Kazama. Yeah.、Mm. Mm. As we show him the the information there,、mm. Mm. Um, we get a phone call、mm. from Rikia, <laughs> who ignored <laughs> what we left behind because we left him behind in Okinawa. Yeah, <laughs> and then he ignored that and came all the way to Kamurocho, and he's、mm. like, "I'm lost. <laughs> I don't don't know where I am." Curious. Didn't you get a map before? No, I didn't. I'm <laughs> over here. Where is here? It's outside a combini.、Mm. That doesn't help me. <laughs> I'm on a road. <laughs> which which road? I don't know.、I'm、just here. <laughs> so we have to play this guessing game with Rickier to try and figure out where he is.、Mm. Um, which end up going to every single one of. The combinies in Kamurocho.、Mm, mm. How can we meet? How could we manage to meet up without a cell phone? <laughs> It was thirty years ago. We didn't have.、Um, You'd plan ahead. Yeah. You'd call ahead and go like, "Let's meet up here." And meet, like waiting for half an hour isn't bad.、Mm. It's kind of com- com- was kind of common. Yeah, yeah. You'd wait, wait for half an hour. Yeah, Ricky is、uh, too impatient for that. Yeah, he keeps sending text messages every time we go to a new company. Why aren't you here? Where are you? <laughs>、uh, we find him, and he immediately is getting into trouble with Kamurocho Yakuza. Yeah, who turned out to be the Nishiyama family, which、oh. is like, oh, convenient. That's who、mm. we were looking for. Yeah, sent to collect girls for Kanda to massage. Oof. <laughs> But we beat them up and find out where Kanda is, who、mm. and he's in a love hotel, red brick ha- their hotel. Yeah, the red brick love hotel.、Mm. Um, which we managed to sneak in by pretending to be a couple,、mm. <laughs> and find Kanda. In one of the rooms,、mm. and he immediately freaks out and pushes past us,、mm. and then we have the up and down chase section where、yeah. we have to like try and find which room he's in, yeah, and just randomly bash on doors and like 
half of them have just people go, oh. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of them have guys hiding inside that fight you and yeah. then some of them have Kanda and then he runs up to a different floor. Yeah. And we get the triumphant return of Couchman. Oh, yes. <laughs> Forgot about it. Yes. Mm. Um, this goes on for like slightly too long. It is. It was really pain <laughs> like, like it was... How many floors did it take? Like four or five? Yeah, What's that's that? okay for you. Just, you know, play a game. Yeah. But for me, it's just watching yeah. you going up and down, up and down. Yeah. And it's knocking a bit on random ti- doors. Yeah. It's a bit tiring. Yeah. And I found... Thankfully, Kanda. once you knock yeah. on a door, that is like... You can't open the same door twice. Yeah. Um. Mm. But, yeah, it's like up, down, up, down. Up and down, up and down. And then you found Kanda, and Kanda is okay, and yeah. run away. Yes. How many times? Four, four, yeah, three, four, four times. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's a bit too long, I guess. Then we eventually uh, corner him in the that gigantic room with a hot tub and a rotating yeah. uh, bed. <laughs> and he Turning like around. It's a t- the spinning, spinning. The bed, yeah, it's so weird. And he like is under the water in the hot tub, yeah, and, like comes out like a like a crocodile or something, yeah. Which I don't know how it d- does because after that we're like fighting in the hot tub and it's only like a foot deep. Yeah, weird shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that mm. that scene where he just out of the the water. Mm. Um, this fight was really weird because. It there were some fights earlier on mm. where we had a battle with some guys and they would pick up like chairs or stuff, mm. Mm. which I don't remember enemies really doing that very much mm. previously. Mm. I do a little bit in Kiwami 2 mm. and Yakuza 6, which mm. a bit, little bit more. Mm. I mean, not that we played that yet, but like Kiwami uses mm. the same combat mm. where they might like th- throw a bike or something, mm. Mm. but. In Yakuza 3, they really pick up stuff all the time. <laughs> like, they enemies will just immediately grab a chair or mm. grab something and start hitting you with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this boss fight, mm-hmm. it felt like some kind of revenge of the game series against me personally mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Because Kanda just picks up every single thing in the room and mm. beats you up with it. Mm. Even he ripped the decoration. Yeah, and like once he ran out of furniture to smash you over the head with, he started ripping gigantic Take pieces of like stone face. off yeah, the wall. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to hit him with anything in the room. That's like my standard boss procedure mm-hmm. in these mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. is look around the room, what mm. can I hit this guy with? Mm. Okay, hit him with everything in the room. Mm. Is there anything left to hit him with? Okay, now I'll just beat him up normally. <laughs> like, that's what I've done throughout this entire se- series up to this point. Mm. So it's very jarring and shocking to me mm. to have a boss do that to me <laughs> and pick up stuff and hit me with it. <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, the the combat in three is different. 
somewhat. Just in like, I'm finding it much more based around like dodge. Because yeah. dodge, mm. the dodge is so powerful, it's really about like yeah. waiting for a guy to attack, dodging around behind him yeah. and, and attacking. Qu- quite a lot of time you have to like press the square or triangle on right moment. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but there's mm. a yeah, it's a lot more dodge focused, right? Because enemies mm. will block much more; they'll mm. block your combos. Oh, so you'll get like three or four hits in, and then they'll start blocking. Mm, mm, they'll do that tons. Mm. So it's really about like waiting for them to do some longer attacks, and then quick stepping around behind them, and then from behind they can't mm. block, so you mm. can get off the full combo. Mm. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. There does also, like, when Kanda is hitting in a, this fight, when he does hit you with something object, mm. you can get into these situations where you get, like, stunned and, mm. like, the stars f- around Kidu's head, mm. like in Street Fighter 2, yeah. um, and get kind of locked into being stunned because like you get stunned and then he might hit you with another thing and then you get stunned again like that mm. can happen you get stuck in that a mm. bit that's kind of the the famous thing about yakuza 3 combat is like mm. videos of people getting like repeatedly stunned by somebody hitting them with a fish mm. stuck in a corner and just from 100 to zero health without being able to react mm. um so it's a little bit more reactive and defensive mm. um yeah the counter fight is yeah it was fine apart from never being able to use anything on him which was very frustrating mm. um we beat him up and he says kind of spills the beans and says that he's not actually the one who was involved in the kashiwagi attack that was hamazaki and that oh. hamazaki was the one responsible and mm. that he also has a whole bunch of Chinese mafia that are ready to attack Kamarajo mm. and take over. Mm. Mm. So we we now have a new focus mm. after we kind of dealt with Kando already. Mm. Mm. So, of course, now it's time to go have Yakiniku with Rikia. <laughs> like right at that thing like we had that big climactic fight yeah and then talking to ricky and it's like oh let's go get a drink or something yeah um we go get some yakiniku that we pay for and he orders way too much yeah um and then we went and did one side story which is the one because rikia's tattoo is unfinished that was the whole thing Mm. he doesn't have the eye Mm. on the snake Mm. um because his tattoo artist Mm. died before Mm. he could Mm. complete it Mm. and he hasn't been able to find somebody he trusts to Mm. do it Mm. who feels the spirit of okinawa Mm. Mm. um so this is a side story you can skip this part really yeah but i would not recommend that Mm. It feels like it feels like a, you know, when there's been parts where this part of the story is not a side story, but feels like it, like mm. every time we've had to deal with the florist's son. Mm. 
Yeah, and that whole situation. Yeah. Which feels like complete bullshit side story stuff. Mm. And then you have side stories where, like, that doesn't feel like a side story. That feels like some, like, off the main story but important. Mm. Yeah. And this one, I think, is there. It like, is. It I, is important. You, you shouldn't go that, through the yeah. game and not do this part, mm. which is um, finishing Rikia's tattoo, mm. which we go to Utabori for that. Yeah. Um, the guy who did Kiryu's tattoo, mm. um, who at first refuses to do that. He doesn't mm. want to complete somebody else's tattoo, yeah, because um, he doesn't understand the person's, uh, you know, the person who is tattooing, mm. and doesn't want to complete somebody else's work, yeah. Um, is it's like no, this is I refuse. That's my choice. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, Rikia gets into a big argument and is really rude <laughs> to mm. him. Mm. Kitty's like, "Oi, don't do that." Don't yeah, um, and embarrassed. Almost. Mm. But I understand Utabori's feeling. Don't mm. want to do the, somebody's work. Don't want to finish somebody's work. Yeah. I, I kind of understand. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing about him not knowing Rikia mm. and not knowing his spirit or, you know, you know, talking. Because mm. Utabori takes it really seriously. Yeah. Take doing a tattoo on something. Somebody mm. is like changing their life or something. Remember the the time before where he did touch-ups on Kiryu's tattoo to make him more powerful? Mm. Um, you know, bring the dragon back type stuff. Yeah. Um, so we leave there mm. and immediately have to deal with some, like, dodgy Yakuza who are annoying <laughs> some people. Yeah. And, like, beat them up and they call their boss mm. who comes over and, like, pulls off his shirt, like, mm. rips off the shirt mm. to show, like, the worst tattoo ever. It's like a love heart <laughs> with, like, angels, angels and, like, a, none of it. It's not a Japanese tattoo mm. also. Mm. It's got, like, a love written on it and it's, like, this joke tattoo. yeah. And Rikia just ignores yeah. him completely. Yeah. Rikia and Kiryu are like completely ignore him because mm. he's not worth dealing with. Mm. Um, which is enough for Utabori, who was watching, mm. to understand Rikia a bit more and he agrees to tattoo him at that mm. point. Mm. Um, because hmm. he understands some of his, you know, spirit, spirit and hmm. asks him some questions like, oh, why didn't you beat that guy up? Because oh, it wasn't worth it. Hmm. Why didn't you show him your tattoo and, um, you know, intimidate him hmm. with that? Hmm. And Ricky was like, he doesn't deserve to see that. Hmm. I'm not going to take that out hmm. for something, somebody like that. Hmm. It's an important thing. Mm. You know, it's the spirit of Okinawa. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that impresses Utobori enough to <laughs> agree to Nankasa, finish Nankasa, every time when you say the spirit of Okinawa, sounds like a campaign. Well, that's the way uh, Rikia says. Yeah, come to Okinawa. <laughs> spirit, feel spirit of Okinawa. Bloody hell are ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Okinawa. 
Welcome to the beautiful resort. Yes. Feel the spirit of Okinawa. And then a snake comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Come to beautiful downtown Ryukyu. Yeah. <laughs> Go fishing on the beach. Yeah. Feel the spirit of Okinawa. <laughs> <laughs> Watch a mongoose fight a snake. <laughs> uh, so Utabori finishes Rikia's tattoo mm. and has the eye now. Mm. So and Rikia is like super happy that his tattoo is finished, but then like also super happy that mm. he got it from Utabori as well. Because mm. like, wow, that that we're like brothers now, kid. Mm. You, me and you, we've got the same ink on our back. Mm. Um. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> we head over to New Serena. Hmm. Um, we leave Rikia behind because he's off doing stuff. We let hmm. him do some of his souvenir and, shopping. Yeah, after hmm. going around and doing a few things yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, and we get uh sidetracked by the uh the HLA. Hmm. Association, which is the association that works out of a former, like, the uh, restaurant so, so, so. that looks like a jail, like a mm. dungeon restaurant. Yeah. And it's a, like, this is a weird thing. It's, like, it's that moment again where, like, the main story, a gigantic handbrake mm. is pulled. Mm. And then it's like... Here's a new side activity. Mm. Come with me. Mm. Ignore that story. Let's go mm. do some dumb stuff over here. Mm. That completely sidetracks the story. Mm. Um, the By HLA, the way, the... Dungeon Cafes does exist. Yeah. Did exist, I guess. Yeah. Uh, not anymore. Yeah. It's mm. one of those weird cafe. Yeah. Dungeon. They all get reconverted into maid cafes. Yeah. Or zombie or yeah. like cafe or like a hospital cafe or something right. like that. School cafe. I thought they were just themes of rooms in uh, love hotels. Uh-huh. Not, no. <laughs> not only love hotel, but also the cafe, cafe or okay. restaurant. Yeah. And... um. The people who work in there mm. call customer inmates. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like a, a disused one that's mm. the headquarters of this uh, rehabilitation program for former uh, Yakuza, Yakuza members. Mm. Something that Kashiwaki set up previously, apparently, mm. to help people who had left the Tojo clan mm. you know, to find work or something. Mm. It's like Centrelink for... <laughs> with Yakuza members, except they actually get stuff done. Aww. Nobody listening will understand that reference, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so we meet Ibuki, who is working there. Mm. And they have a big problem that their members, mm. the people that they're trying to help, keep getting attacked mm. by this group called the Reapers, mm. who are a bunch of hitmen. Mm-hmm who used to work for the Tojo clan as well. Mm. So there's these former Yakuza who are getting attacked by these guys mm. um, and the group that is trying to help them and try and get them into work because it's mm. really difficult for people who used to be a Yakuza member to mm. get a job somewhere or something mm. like that or get housing or all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So we, ha- so basically their thing 
is you pick missions and then it will activate a guy in the world and then mm. you go beat up the guy. It's mm. a very similar, I suppose, to the thing in in Kiwami 2 in the previous game where like after you beat up a certain amount of guys, like a, a more powerful street boss would appear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like that, except you have to specifically choose one to activate. You don't have to just beat up some guys. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. defeat them and you get some kind of reward. Mm-hmm. It's not doesn't seem particularly involved at this point. Mm. But I guess again, we're comparing it like side activities in this much older game to, you know, the ones that have been upgraded recently. Mm-hmm. Um in recent games or, mm. you know, mm. new stuff. Mm. So you registered or something? Yeah, no. In the system and then you get it of the Reapers? Yeah, we're working for them and we so go and... You get they, text messages? They, they find information about one of where one of these guys might be. So you get text message time to time, like a previous... Yeah, like a well, I thought we had to like go to the place and then like talk to the guy and he's like, here's the information we've got. And sometimes you can talk to people in the world to get information about people. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't seem like particularly involved it's just go and beat up some guys it's not like the weird hostess club mm-hmm. but it's just another side thing mission yeah side mm. activity there mm. Mm. so we get sidetracked with that for mm. a bunch of time and then head back to Serena where we're we're going in the first place mm. uh, Date and Rikia are there mm. and we get a option to talk to Date mm. there and when we take that option the chapter immediately and abruptly ends. Yeah. Which is Whoop. Yeah, it's just like end. end. You don't have a conversation and it ends. Mm. There's no like dramatic moment of like da 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 and then the end, like a cliffhanger. It's just yeah. You go to have a conversation and it immediately ends before you actually start talking. Yeah. It's like a French movie. Oh, okay. French movie is like a is that end? <laughs> okay. So this is this is not an abrupt movie. They're taking uh, inspiration from French cinema. Yeah, that's that's what we're telling. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. Right, and that is the end of chapter six. Mm. So we did chapter five and chapter six. Yeah, we're pushing forward there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. Keeps moving along, like. Mm. Uh, but even though we did two chapters and chapter six wasn't that much longer, we still, like, we yeah, we dealt with Kanda. That was the mm. main thing that mm. happened there. Mm. Went through the whole love hotel dungeon. Yeah, so story is not moving forward much. Well, we have. It, it didn't move forward much. But yeah. the it was like we had took oh long we think time. this yeah. guy might be the bad guy oh no this guy is the bad yeah. guy it took the a long time to get this point because of Kanda whole dungeon stuff and yeah. other side of side of story yeah I think the the big takeaway there was mm. like Kanda saying that yeah. Hamazaki was the one responsible mm. and mm. he's got the Chinese ready to invade like that mm. was the big takeaway from these two chapters yeah. I mean, and Kashiwagi died. Mm. So I'm not, not sure. I feel like I've, it, it, that much we moved forward 
is that much just a tiny bit yeah and again that's yeah the story is really like stuff happened but it doesn't feel like we did much because when we think about like what we did yeah it was like we walked from here to there and we Mm. walked from here to there Mm. and we then we did the whole you know doors thing and Mm. the kind of boss fight okay Mm. that's something a bit more substantial Mm. and then we walked to there Mm. yeah yeah it's a it's a weird thing of like it didn't feel like much, but some big things happened. Yeah. Like Kashiwagi yeah. got shot by a helicopter. Yeah. And then That's bump crazy. into bump into ta- Date. Yeah, we met. And then Date. Up with Date yeah. And, and then... Rikia arrived in mm. Kamurocho. Yeah. So, like, yeah, events in the story happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe it doesn't feel like much, but actually looking back on it, a lot of things happened. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, that's it, Anna. Hmm. But we're still no closer to understanding anything going on about the main plot. Yeah, but of... quite obvious, the Mine is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but that's just us. There's nothing in the story that said that yet. That's just us being savvy around the kind of people that end up being bad guys in these games. Because <laughs> when I saw his face, gotcha. <laughs> Immediately, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's the handsome young really driven uh serious guy mm. uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. sure and his eyes his yeah. eyes are really sneaky yeah mm. he's you know what mine is mm. he is mm. have you ever seen the, the christian bale movie american psycho no. where he's like the the murderer mm. but he's like the like really clean suit businessman mm. who like cares about business cards yeah. and like working out and like all that kind of stuff mm. that's what mine is he's mm. that mm. clearly we don't have anything that in the actual story that tells him where he's a bad guy we just assume he is <laughs> But oh yeah, that, so yeah. he is, so he is. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, Hamazaki is the main bad guy. He he, he looks like a bad guy. Yeah, Hamazaki does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got horrible burns on his face and like, yeah, extreme facial expression. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. that's it for this double chapter. Because mm. that first chapter was like five minutes long. Yeah. So we'll see. We play the next chapter. Yeah. We'll see how long it goes. If it's decent, then we only need to do one chapter in an episode. But if it's another, like, this chapter's five minutes, but Mm. this one's two hours, then, Mm. uh, I don't know, I guess we'll do another two. Yeah. Um, It really depends on, like, because, again, the thing is, chapter five, we have, Mm. like, one page of notes. Yeah. That would have been... and. I'm pretty sure it took us like 20 minutes to get through that. Mm. Mm. It's like Kashiwagi gets shot by a helicopter. Yeah. And we walked to Millennium Tower. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, if you'd like to send us a message through an email, you can send it to yugapodcast at gmail.com or yugagotalk on Twitter. Hey. Until next time... Always remember, Kitty never killed anyone. anyone.
Bye. Bye. Sit, sit.